Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Welcome to Going Over Bet Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Vintown. This is a Scotsman. Scotsman, how's it going? Uh, not too good, Vin. I'm doing pretty crappy, to be honest. I mean, it's just such a depressing time at the moment. You can't turn on the TV without seeing some of the most insulting, offensive, and just downright depressing footage there is. Stuff that leaves you absolutely disgusted, you know? Anyway, that's enough about Monday Night Raw. How are you doing? Oh my god. Um, I'm doing alright. Just trying to hang in there. Uh, trying to find some motivation for this weekend's Backlash pay-per-view. Well, the main motivation is Charlotte isn't on the card yet, so everyone's got a chance to win. Yeah, and there's also going to be the greatest wrestling match in history. But before we get to that, I think we should go back to last week when we had NXT TakeOver, and we made some money. We crushed it, baby. Yeah, I don't have the odds. I guess I should have pulled these up, the odds right in front of me, but we did pick some very nice winners. Adam Cole was the main winner that we both liked, and he won. He was minus 165. He was the main event. Well, he was the backlot brawl. And I'm just glad we won that bet, because at least I can justify watching it by saying, well, I got paid to watch it, because that was horrendous. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we also were both on the Keith Lee train. He was a plus 120 underdog last I checked. And then uh, I also had Io Shirai. Uh, I Charlotte for that one, but she made up for it with her performance on Monday Night Raw. I'm surprised the sports books haven't came back to me and said, hey, here's your money back. You deserve it. Well, the uh, sports books are also in the, po- the pocket of Ric Flair, so whatever, whatever it is. So we actually have bet nods for SmackDown this week, right? Because uh, AJ, uh, AJ Styles has taken on Daniel Bryan. And that's pretty funny that that match has been relegated from the pay-per-view to SmackDown simply because the greatest wrestling match ever wouldn't even be the greatest wrestling match of the night if AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan was on the same night. So that's that's typical WWE amazing stuff right there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, supposedly this match has already been recorded, and it's great. I've seen reports of that, but we don't know who wins. Uh, AJ Styles is minus 139 to win, taking on Daniel Bryan, plus 100 in the finals of the Intercontinental Title Championship Tournament. Any thoughts off the top here? The booking of AJ Styles has been really weird lately. It almost feels like they're down on him to a degree, and then they'll put him over, so I'm really... Unsure. I do think Daniel Bryan gets the title back because eventually Sami Zayn will be back and they'll run something with them, I would think. So I actually like Daniel Bryan here. I think the odds have been flip-flopping a lot lately too in that one as I think he, um, he was a favourite for a while and so on. But I would take Daniel Bryan, probably one unit. I think there's value on him there. Yeah, Daniel Bryan, uh, I agree with you. AJ Styles wrestled Drew Drew. Drew Gabagulak on Friday, um, Daniel Bryan's coach slash mentor, and he got the win over AJ. You know, could that be setting up Drew Gulak turning on Daniel Bryan? That is the number one story in WWE, friend turning on friend. 
Um, that could set up, like you said, Sami Zayn. And I just don't think AJ Styles need this right now. Daniel Bryan, a lot, lot, lot of good places you can go with that. I can see him winning. I'll go one unit there as well. And we should just note that we bet in units from one to five. Uh, it's confidence. So one unit is like a lowest confidence bet because we don't feel super confident in it. And if we go five units, then it's either because we're really confident or it's because Charlotte Flair is in the match. All right. Five units is all in, baby. So let's get to this week's backlash WWE backlash one of the most average pay-per-views of the year um right off the top we got a match Jeff Hardy taking on Sheamus Jeff Hardy is minus 150 against Sheamus at plus 108 this match was set up when Jeff Hardy drunk drove but maybe it was really a guy with a red hair and red beard who did it and so now they're fighting. I mean, I really have no idea. But do you have any thoughts on this match right off the top? The money has been going on Sheamus because he opened up a few days ago at plus 150 and has been bet down to plus 108. He has been booked very strongly since his return. He has lost to Jeff Hardy and Daniel Bryan. However, there are his uh, only two losses and he won the Battle Royal. Jeff has been booked strong as well since he returned with three wins over Corbin, Cesaro, and Sheamus. However, Jeff is... I mean, think of the reason he was off. It was the DUI and so on. And now he's back and they've been playing up the DUI storyline. First with Baron Corbin, now with Sheamus. It just feels like he's really paying his dues right now. I'm very surprised that Sheamus is an underdog. I think Sheamus is a bet here. WWE have put Jeff Hardy in the doghouse. More importantly, Jeff Hardy is someone who can lose time and time again. It doesn't matter. I'm actually going to go with three units on Sheamus on this one. Well, I agree with your pick of Sheamus. Um, as you just said, Jeff Hardy has a win over Sheamus, and we love we know how much WWE loves 50-50 booking. So, Jeff got a win. Now it's Sheamus' turn for the win. I do think there is something else uh, with the storytelling in WWE where a guy with red hair and red beard, you know, drove Jeff Hardy's car drunk, then put him in the driver's seat. Honestly, I really have no idea what's going on with this story. But that could set up, oh, it's a case of mistaken identity. It was actually Sami Zayn all along coming back to defy his own morals. So I could see something like that happening here and helping Sheamus get the win. So I do think Sheamus is going to win. Uh, I'll go two units on Sheamus myself. I just hope that after that, this is the end of the Jeff Hardy DUI stuff because it's just, it feels tone deaf. And it's, I know it's making, you know, it's bringing reality to wrestling, which is usually good. But it's just such a turn off. I could barely get through last week's SmackDown. It was very tough to watch that. It just feels inappropriate. But that's what WWE is all about. Yeah, I uh, 100% agree with you. It's, you know, I don't understand who's who's buying WWE Network to see this guy get his revenge for a fake DUI when he's had many real ones. I, I just don't get it. But this match also has a star rating prop over at 888 Sport. Um, the star rating is 
2.75. To go to to land at 2.75 or over is plus 108. To go under 2.75 is minus 150. Uh, I did a little research here. Their last pay-per-view singles matches. Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro at Money in the Bank was three and a half stars. Sheamus' last singles match at a pay-per-view was against Shorty G way back at Royal Rumble. And that was 2.25. So these odds are practically just splitting the difference on those two numbers. I haven't looked at this one research-wise yet, so it is tough to analyze. Uh, I, I think a lot of it would really depend on how Dave Meltzer generally rates Sheamus matches because obviously there's a slight difference in opponent there with Shorty G and Cesaro in terms of wrestling ability and of course star rating ability. So I think it would depend on not really Jeff Hardy as much as Sheamus and, the hit and his star ratings historically, whether Dave rates them highly or not. Yeah, he can have some uh, brutal matches, but this... I probably won't be doing anything here either, but uh, just had to note it. Up next, there's a match that probably not much to talk about uh, for the Raw Women's Championship. Asuka is minus 500, taking on Nia Jax at plus 300. Uh, If Nia Jax wins here, uh, humanity is going to go back another 5,000 years. We're all going to start walking like cavemen. So I don't think she's going to win. I will be betting one unit on Nia Jax to win, Vin. Oh, okay. So you think that people should be rewarded for just, like, giving Kyrie Sane concussions on a weekly basis? Well, I don't really like Kyrie Sane, so sure, why not? No, honestly, Asuka just lost to Charlotte on Monday Night Raw, so that is a good indicator she won't be losing this one. But there's something about this match that has me thinking Nia Jax can win. I mean, Asuka even getting the title was just um, due to Becky's pregnancy and so they might want to switch the title to Naya here I'm not saying Naya Jax will win I don't think she will, Asuka should be the favourite I do believe Charlotte versus Asuka at SummerSlam is where they're going for the title and Charlotte will win but I do feel that's where they're going however I do think that is enough to bet Naya Jax here simply due to the transition of the title from Becky to Asuka and the way that was handled, it didn't feel like that was really long-term plans or anything, you know. So, and when we talked about that Money in the Bank match, I did mention Nia Jax as a strong contender for it. I had quite a few reasons for it. And, yeah, I think Nia's worth a small bet here. She likely won't win, but the odds make it worth a bet. Okay, well, it's your money. I guess you can burn it however you want to. Um, up next, we have a match. Braun Strowman, the Universal Champion, is minus 1,000, taking on The Miz and Morrison, who are plus 550. What is this? Are th- is this a title match? It is. It's a handicap match, and I don't believe they've specified it, but if you remember, Strowman actually lost the title to Cesaro, Zayn, and Nakamura in a three-on-one handicap match. So that would indicate that if Morrison or Miz get the pin, Whoever gets the pin would win the title. I really can't see them taking the title off Strowman. I think we're going to see a finish where Morrison and Miz might, you know, they look like they might have to win, but then they argue over who gets the pin. But knowing WWE, Strowman will just absolutely destroy one of the top tag teams and continue his march on. 
no bet for me in this one. Yeah, John Morrison, uh, you still feeling good about re-signing here? It's not even been six months, and this is what it's looking like. Um, there's really no bet to be had here. There is a star rating prop on this, and I think it's pretty interesting. Two stars or more is plus 100. Under two stars is minus 155. Like, under two stars is the favorite. The, uh, the reason for that, I'm guessing, is because the last Braun Strowman match on a pay-per-view was against Bray Wyatt, and that was rated a dud by Dave Meltzer. A dud! Um, I mean, I just think there's too much athleticism in John Morrison for this to go under two stars, but there's too much fun stuff they can do. Um, but what do you think? Well, that's the problem is you don't know what we're going to get, right? Like, yeah, in theory, this could be a fantastic, like, not fantastic match, but it could be a very solid, well-worked match. You know, the monster unable to take these two guys down, they're able to bump off them. Miz, you know, knows what he's doing in the ring. But then you got Braun Strowman and what he does in wrestling, which is just go out there and destroy people. And it's very possible that he just goes out there and it's, you know, double chokeslam, whatever the hell you want to do, one, two, three, it's over. So, I do agree with you, I think this should be a good match, but you never know. Yeah, I want to look up real quick. Give me just one second of vamping. I'm going to look up here that match that you just talked about. uh, The Braun Strowman versus 10 people, where he lost the Intercontinental title. Here we go. Elimination Chamber 2020. We had a nice bet on this, and we did pretty well, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we bet against Strowman there, because yeah, he was the the favorite for some reason, and we took full advantage. This is fascinating audio audio here, but I'm looking up Elimination Chamber 2020 Meltzer ratings. Okay, do you have a guess on that match, that handicap match? Three stars. One point seven five stars. Wow, well, there you go. Maybe the sports books are making sense with that one. The under does seem like the best bet there based on that. Because, I mean, these those guys were a little bit more talented than The Miz. Yeah, I... But I think the three versus the two, I think they could tell a good story here. I'm going to bet one unit on over two, star, or two stars or more. That's not asking a lot. That's just asking for a competent match. Uh, hopefully, we get it. I can't wait to be like. Actually, this is where they should add in the. We should add in the Arrested Development soundbite. They didn't. Or he, you know, yeah. he didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Got to be an optimist when it comes to these WWE pay per views. And then for the other world championship, we have Drew McIntyre minus 900 taking on Bobby Lashley at plus 500. Uh, anything to see here? I'm hearing rumors that they're leading towards Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Whether that means for the title, I'm not sure. However, knowing it involves Brock Lesnar, yes, I could see him uh, being for the title because, you know, he's got to get it back soon. It does seem that if you're a face that has been having a big push in WWE and you get a title belt, that you lose it very shortly after. It's bizarre, but it happens time and time again. So there's a lot of reasons to actually back Bobby Lashley here, but I just, I can't put my money where my mouth is there. Like I could, even, at, I mean, he's like plus 500 odds. It's, 
it's a you know if you want if you want to gamble highly yeah bet Lashley to win because there is enough reasons to possibly justify it I just can't actually bring myself to tip that yeah, I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. It's, you know, Drew McIntyre, he he got a real bad hand out here, winning the title as soon as crowds disappear, but you can't just give up on him now, because this would really kill him, I think. This actually shows how tough betting wrestling can be, however, because Lashley is like plus 500 odds, and we can sit here and justify reasons as to why he could win, you know? For example, future plans, um, real-world going-ons, just historical WWE booking, try to do something noteworthy. So that's where it's very tough, because it's not like the NBA, where some team is, you know, like the the Bob, uh, like Charlotte, are like plus 500, and they've got no chance of beating the Raptors, and you can't even really sit there and justify it. In wrestling, you really can justify a lot of these underdog plays, and this is where betting wrestling becomes difficult because you have to stop yourself from making these bets. Yes, I can justify Lashley winning enough to bet that, but I'm not going to make that mistake here. Finally, we have the best wrestling match of all time. Randy Orton, minus 160, taking on Edge, plus 120 in the greatest wrestling match of all time. Do you have an opinion on the greatest wrestling match of all time? What's over under on star rating? Is it like seven stars, eight stars? Yeah, those weren't on the board yet, and I don't blame them. I would love that if they just did that over under 10 stars. Why not? This match, I have no idea. Historically... You know, Edge, he beat uh, Orton at WrestleMania in what was not exactly the greatest wrestling match of all time. Maybe the worst wrestling match of all time. Certainly one of the longest matches of all time. However, I'm just not sure. Everyone seems to think Orton will win. It seems to be a banker that he will win because of that. I almost want to bet Edge in spite of all that. It's, It's one of those matches where, I mean, Orton is probably the safe bet to make. But, I don't know. You? For me, I'm going three units on Edge at plus 120. Think of what Edge has been through to get here. You know, he, what was it, eight years off? Ten years off? You never thought he would wrestle again? Broken neck? And he's back? And you're going to have him lose in his second match? That would be so stupid. I wouldn't put it past them, but it would be... It would be so stupid. Like, this guy needs to win. He needs to be protected. He needs to be treated like the draw and the legend that he is. I mean, he's just got to beat Randy Orton. Randy Orton, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses. That's true, actually. This is just going to like, cover again what I was talking about with betting wrestling. Is It's so easy to get, to get caught up in the narrative. Everything you said there made sense. I've just been busy reading all the nerds over at Reddit who are all... Oh, Edge won the first one, Orton will win this one, as if it's um, set in stone. And that isn't the case. You know, like people, like I said, sometimes um, everything gets like, a little bit overcomplicated, such as the last Lashley situation. But here, it's the other way where people are simplifying it and they think, oh yeah, Edge won, so now it's Orton's turn to trade, 50 50 booking, blah, blah, blah. 
I think you bring up lots, a lot of good points and you've convinced me enough to do one unit on edge. I think that does make sense. And it's the type of thing that will make people happy at the end of the match, the face winning. And if they're going to the greatest wrestling match of all time, then you really want the face to go over. Just like WrestleMania 6 where Ultimate Warrior beat Hulk Hogan in the last greatest wrestling match of all time, the good guy won. Yeah, great, great, great guy. Okay, well that's all we have today for Backlash. I would not be surprised to see some sort of rematch with AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. There's no Charlotte match, there's no Bailey match. We're going to see more matches added. We'll have those on our website, betwrestlingpodcast.com. Uh, as well as links to where you can bet, bonus codes, everything you need to bet on pro wrestling. Let's go over our picks real quick. Uh, On this week's Friday Night Smackdown, I took Daniel Bryan at plus 100 to win the Intercontinental Championship. I also bet that. I put uh, two units on Sheamus to defeat Jeff Hardy. I bet three units on the big man, fella. On the Asuka... Versus Nia Jax match. I took one unit on Nia Jax because if everything's right with the world, then Nia Jax will win. Uh, for Braun Strowman versus The Miz and Morrison, I bet one unit on over or two stars or more. And I believe you didn't. Nope, I stayed away from that one. We have no bet on Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. And I put three units on Edge to defeat Randy Orton in the greatest Greatest wrestling wrestling match match of all time. I took one unit on Edge to beat Randy Orton in In the the greatest greatest wrestling wrestling match match of all time. time. So that's it for the show. Once again, Bet on Pro Wrestling is my website. Bet WWE is Scotsman's website. But you can find us all, all you need at betwrestlingpodcast.com. Uh, until next time, I'm not sure what the next pay-per-view is, but we'll be back. I believe it's Fighter Fest. Okay, yeah, we'll see. Uh, maybe we'll do something for that. Sounds good to me. All right, so I'm Vintown. That's the Scotsman saying good night. Thanks for listening to the Charlotte Flair of Wrestling Betting Podcasts. Undefeated. Woo! son to Vietnam You give me second class houses and second class schools Do you think that all colored folks are just second class fools Mr. Backlash I'm gonna leave you with a backlash blue
Mr. Backlash, Mr. Backlash, just what do you think I got to lose? I'm gonna leave you with the Backlash Blues. 